Let's go. Afternoon, or indeed good bloody well evening to all of our fantastic listeners. This is our dedicated Nintendo podcast, aptly named Switch Island. And to get things started, I want to introduce you to the two boys I'm going to be chatting all things Switch with. Oh, is that Pete? Yes, it is. It's the Brain Train, famous for flying multiple digital planes. It is our resident intellectual. Oh, oh, tongue twister. GQ <laughs> Preacher. How you doing, mate? You okay? Uh, yeah, I'm fine. Thanks. You okay? I'm absolutely fine. Good I'm good. absolutely fine. Tell you else is fine. Damn fine. It is the Sega fan with a wit quicker than Sonic's power sneakers and a beard thicker than Gilius Thunderheads. It is Rich. How you doing, mate? You okay? Hello, Dan. Hello, Pete. I'm great. Thank you. Oh, it's very chipper, How are mate. You? Very chipper on a Sunday afternoon. I'm fantastic. Thank you for asking. At least somebody does. Uh, and your handle is at DreamCostBarber. It is indeed. Yep. Damn straight. You're damn straight. And I am your Flamingo fan. The Segway King, the Big Mac, the Chicken Nuggets, the Chips. I'm very hungry. I am Danny Ward and my Twitter machine is at DannyWard2707. Anyway, we are the Switch Island and we are now going to talk into your ear holes about our beloved Nintendo. So guys, if you would like to support us, please give this podcast a sub on the service you're using. Follow us on Twitter, which is at the Switch Island, or check out the website, which is www.theswitchisland.com. There's the www's in there for Ben. Uh, finally, if you enjoy consuming our content as much as we love making it, you can support us directly by throwing us a few pounds, dollars or euros, whatever, at our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash the Switch Island. Gentlemen, it's a Sunday evening. We've had a lovely, lovely day. It was pissing down yesterday, but it's nice today. How the devil are you both? Yeah, good. I, I went into uh, into town yesterday and picked up a, a cheeky little game that I'll talk about later. Nerd. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's two games I bought: the, the nerdy board game, Munchkin, <laughs> and uh, an actual Switch game. <laughs> that was the best thing Rich has done yet. That was fantastic. Nerd. Nerd. Because I took my headphones off for a split second to go and turn. I like changed the tool. And all I heard through them was. <laughs> little foghorn I love it um, yeah you had a little nerdy day out on your own didn't you a little coffee in the morning oh yeah yeah what, what, what was it Rich called it Peter Monje <laughs> Peter yeah. Monje yeah to be fair that was the best thing that Rich has done to be completely honest uh, yeah. not disparaging Rich uh, Rich how, how was your <laughs> no, weekend fair. yeah it was fair it's okay good weekend yeah no good, yeah basically all day yesterday sweating in the garden oh, okay just standing there sweating, not actually doing anything. Yeah, it was um, sunny, by the way, for any uh, it was very American sunny. listeners. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, well, I've got my new hedge cutter um, strimmer now, so I've been playing with that the last few weeks. So. Not a euphemism. Yeah, yeah. So, like my boys' toys. It's a, it's a funny thing to call it that. Have a look at me hedge strimmer, love. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, telescopic as well, so. Okay, right. I'm going to bring this back onto something Nintendo-based at least. So Pete's kind of done the news for me this week. Pete, so you're saying here, apparently, I don't believe you, 
the uh, official the Switch Online service has surpassed 10 million subscribers. So diving into the Nintendo Life column, hello guys at Nintendo Life, it's official. The Switch Online service has passed, or surpassed, sorry, 10 million subscribers. Uh, the Nintendo Switch Online service might have only been launched late last year, but it's already got more than 10 million people subscribed. Nintendo President uh, Shintaro Furuaka uh, confirmed this at the company's recent shareholder Q&A. He said, the number of subscribers for Nintendo Switch Online has increased steadily since the service was launched last September, and it's now surpassed 10 million accounts. So basically, I'm repeating the same thing over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> They've surpassed 10 million. That is an, an incredible amount of people, considering, being quite frank, the service isn't the best, from my opinion, compared to what Sony probably offer with PlayStation Pro. Yeah. Uh, sorry, PlayStation Plus. Pete, what do you think? No, I, I think... I- I think it's an important story because we've got we've got gripes with online as a lot of um, people who have a switch do. I mean, the, the difficulty of organising um, just group chat and team chat when you're in games is is a little bit annoying. It's a pet peeve for a lot of people. Um, and I, I guess I just put the news story in because I thought it'd be an opportunity to just reflect on on the online in inverted commas, service that we seem to be getting. Um, I know you're massively into uh, Super Mario Maker um, at the moment, and a lot of the complaints have been about like the actual just playing online on that's very, very challenging, very difficult on a technical standpoint because it's not very stable. Uh, I was wondering if that was your experience. I think more the stability side of things bugged me more with Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I've not necessarily seen it with Super Mario Maker 2 yet, although I've only played it online, I'd say, a handful of times. So I've not seen the problems too much. Um, Rich, we, we used to be big fans of Rocket League. Did we get much lag when we were hmm. playing that? I can't remember. I've never, I didn't play much online, but I've never really noticed any issues with lag. And I played on the train as well, so. Crikey. Okay, yeah, that says something. It was very, it was pretty stable for my memory, so. I'm not just fanboying, I'm not just saying that for the sake of, um, you know, backing Nintendo into a corner. Their online services are on the best compared to the other, you know, big players in the market, but. Um, for what it's done for me, it's it's enough. Like Pete, I don't really recall anything with Paladins. I don't really recall any dropouts with Splatoon, really. I know the odd one now and again. Uh, but when you and I were both playing on our Switches on the same Wi-Fi, you can kind of justify that, if that makes sense. You kind of account for like the odd dropout now and again. Mm. Yeah, I think you do. But I think we're having to, to accept quite a lot of the foibles, aren't we? So like those dropouts now and again would happen anywhere, but there's certain things that you get on other services, uh, like for Sony or Xbox, which come as standard, which like I think the Nintendo crowd feel like we've been let down a little bit by not having them. So it's it's just a convoluted system. Um, but one thing that they that might attribute to why it's uh, got like 10 million subscribers, it's like, I couldn't imagine not having like Tetris 99. Um, that's something that, yeah. that me and the Good missus point. play a lot. <laughs> and I think that's like quite a persuasive reason for the Nintendo Online in itself. Um, but yeah, it, it took a while to come out. Yeah. But I think when it did drop, when did it do? It was after a direct, wasn't it? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just came out of nowhere. But I think I was kind of hoping we would have got another game similar at E3 this year. Mm. Hmm. Not necessarily a battle royale, but you know, a more well. I think most people are expecting SNES Online. I think to come out and for you know that array of games to start kind of. I've I've got enough NES games now. I don't really 
need them there. I'm not especially going to play. I think the last time I logged in, I said this on another podcast the other day, with like about 20 of the tiles I had to flip over to see which games I got over the course of the last couple of months. Yeah, um, I'm not using I'm, it as much as I thought I would. Yeah, nah, it's just, it's, it's good to have, but the NES, okay, it's dated. You know, I think we've, we've got a certain amount of games that we all fondly remember from there and it's probably great to dive in, you know, just to kind of, you know, wet the whistle somewhat. But then when you've got SNES library waiting, you've got the N64 library waiting, you've got the GameCube li- library, you know, I think there's, and the Wii U, um, and even some, some respects that the Wii, you know, you've got a hell of a lot of games there that most of Nintendo fan base are kind of starred for. Um, it seems a little bit silly not to have um, panned that out. You know, if you're going to get this in 2020, you're going to get this 2021, you're going to get this 2022. At least that way, it'd make it more. I don't know. I could swallow it better. I think if I was going to, if I was knowing that I was going to pay for a 12 month sub and going going to get those games at the end of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that it's a cheaper offering, but you don't want it to feel cheaper either, do you? You want you want to have things to look forward to coming out. Just themes. Just give me a theme. Oh, I'd love just make themes. Make it exclusive. Yeah, just make it exclusive to the Switch Online. What theme would you go for, Rich? Right now. Um. Maybe I'd do um, go for Green Hill Zone. Why not? I need that orange and orange and brown check with Ooh. some nice little palm trees and some little flowers. Oh, a blue sky. Very Cust- nice. Custom Joy Cons with it. Custom. I love it. Uh, Pete, what exactly. would you go for? background wise if it was uh, let's say this theme is very similar to like the Playstation where yeah. you get the music you get dynamic you get different icons what would you go for I'd love ones that are linked to like character releases in Smash or new games coming out so like the theme could be hyped up if you like like the game could be hyped up if you get the theme for say uh, Fire Emblem's releasing soon you can have the theme and all the rest of it I'd love that so any themes that tie in with games I'm about to buy. So God Eater 3 or Fire Emblem would be brilliant. I'd kick that. I'd kick that. Speaking of games you're about to buy, Pete, uh, apparently, apparently, Nintendo Enthusiast writes, Fire Emblem Three Houses takes 80 hours just to finish one path. Now, as a, as a chappy that isn't too frightened of JRPGs, uh, notably... Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which I think took you 700 hours to complete. Is that correct? Is that it, Rich? No, that's oh, yeah. you, Pete. <laughs> I, well, smashed, I, I smashed it. Oh, yeah, Rich loves JRPGs. <laughs> Is that how long it took you, Rich? Oh, no. yeah, all of them. Yeah, I've done a lot. <laughs> yeah, Pete, Pete, Pete despises JRPGs, Pete. I was trying to be tongue-in-cheek. Oh, because uh, we're not in the same room you weren't able to pick up on my aura of, of mystique and my, my, my bantering ways. So, I, thought he'd, um, I thought he'd had like a miraculous like awakening where he realised where he'd gone wrong and thought the best place to start with is with one of the, the best JRPGs on Switch. I thought that happened. <laughs> Bloody hell. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so writing in the um, in Nintendo Enthusiast, it says on here, this figure includes, or the 80 hours, I should say, includes cinematics, uh, which the player at that time did not skip. Extrapolating, Kara, uh, who's the player, reasonably figures it should take over 200 hours to complete all three houses and experience this new Fire Emblem narrative from every possible angle. That's a hell of a lot of game. Pete, you're you're especially excited about this. I, I mean, am. what's your is that? Does that turn you on towards it, or is it a bit of a turn off? What, what are you feeling? No, I think um, the idea of, of so with a Fire Emblem game, like usually either the story is great or the 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 
game mechanics are great and it's very rare to get both like sometimes the stories are a bit weak or the game mechanics aren't complex enough or there's usually something that's gone a little bit wrong with them but for this I, I think the story seems pretty cool I quite like the whole like at first I thought the academy thing was a, a little bit of a shortcut to just like get loads of characters in one place but I quite like the idea of the, the story being split over like a there's like a time leap so you start off in the school and all of them are learning and then you see how they develop in, in the time leap to the next part of the game where there's like this big conflict going on. So I think if it's 80 hours of good stuff, like real good narrative, like almost like a Game of thrones kind of feel of Fire Emblem, 80 hours per story arc of that would be just absolutely brilliant. Um, so no, that, like, I think that sounds great and I love the idea of the replayability of playing the first house all the way through and then playing it through as an, a different house um, and seeing how the game pans out differently from maybe different perspectives. I, it, it's just everything that's coming out about it is just getting more and more excited about it. I can't wait. I think to the contrary, Rich, your face is telling me otherwise. Uh, 200 hours in a game, are you are you excited? Oh, yeah. That? I'm totally up for it, yeah. It's <laughs> a so JRPG that draws heavily from Harry Potter. It's like, just, oh, I love it. Fantastic. Oh, that's, I can imagine that's right up your street. Um, <laughs> Two jokes, things I joke, love. <laughs> jokes aside, mate, come on, be serious now. Why don't, why doesn't this game appeal to you in terms of um, the aesthetic or is it more towards the 200 hours or just the JRPG tropes? It's just, I think it's more the tropes than anything. I'm, I'm fine with a game that's like incredibly big and it's a real time sink. Mm. It's just something about the JRPG stylings, the stories, the characters, the dialogue, the sheer amounts of dialogue. Yeah. I just I just find them, I just can't find them accessible. They're just not my play style. Never have been. I mean, yeah. I love a lot of Japanese culture. I mean, I'm not like a, a weep in any sense of the word, but... Mm. JRPGs, some parts of anime, I just, I cannot get into them. And I just, yeah. now there's other things I'd rather spend my time on. I don't begrudge people for loving them passionately, Pete. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I mean, just can't, it, I just can't. So I think that this just isn't the month for you, for you. Then we've had like Attack on nice. Titan 2, like, like the, the more. Updated. I actually like Attack on Titan, actually. Like, I do like Attack on Titan as a. I haven't really played the game. I played the demo a bit, but I do like the anime. Oh, okay. Well, they, they've just it's dropped like the, 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 the more recent series of that game and, and like a, a further release of it. And you've got like a really anime kind of God Eater 3 and you've got a real anime Can fire. You, whoa, 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 whoa. Come on, we're going to get to those games in a minute. You're ruining it. And oh. you've ruined <laughs> Blooming Switch It Up as well. Don't you start. Oh, I'm getting away. Put I'm you getting, on the I'm naughty step. How dare you? Not again. Um, uh, I'm kind of half and half between Rich and Pete on um, JRPGs because Pete, you know, I absolutely love my Final Fantasy games. Um, really, really got into uh, Xenoblade, um, like the aesthetic of it. I got that really, really enjoyed it. Just didn't have the time to play it. Uh, I do want to jump back into it. But I don't know. I don't know enough about Fire Emblem. But for me, I think that's a good thing. So when the reviews do come out, if you know loads of people are talking about it online, I'll probably feel pressured to pick it up. Or again, like anything else I seem to buy, if Pete starts texting me, going, this game's amazing, this is the best game ever. But like, fuck, I need to go and buy this game now. Damn it. Not um, again, Pete. Not again, literally every single time. Last Christmas, I ended up getting Xenoblade Chronicles 2 because you were like, you need to get this game. This game is amazing. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Pete, I'll get the game. I'm so sorry. Um, which uh, ties quite nicely actually into getting games, which Pete was trying to ruin. So should we go into the uh, 
Should we go into the sweet releases? Absolutely. Yes. Sweet, sweet, sweet releases. There we go. That's the sweet releases. Uh, so, guys, what we're going to do is we're going to have a quick fire. It's going to be like an auction. So I'm effectively going to go go and go and gone about a game. If you don't have any comments, you can let it ride and we'll move on to the next one. Uh, it's actually not too many games out over the next week. So hopefully we should fly through these. And uh, I'm a bit parched. I do, need, I do need a drink so we can we can potentially go and get ourselves a drink over in the Prance Napona. But first, uh, the game that's coming out on the 9th of July. Uh, that's the next game that's coming out in the eShop. It is Senran Kagura Peach Ball. Oh, that's right. Going. Oh, Rich's Street, that, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Yes. Okay, so let's yeah, very quickly it. dive into that game, because apparently it is. It's at £35.99. Bounce your ball along the curves of a crazy <laughs> theme park starring a ninja girl who thinks she's an animal. Moving on. That is <laughs> not our game. Uh, on the 10th of July is Soul Seraph, uh, which is £11.99. Going. going. I'm half, halfway there on that one. The oh, side-scroller, okay. yes. The RTS, mm, yes, don't know. As a guardian of humanity, civilization is in your hands. Build your cities and set up defensive structures. That's getting Pete, uh, Pete interested. Build your cities and set up defensive structures to protect them from the constant threat of monsters. Then descend into their lairs with sword and spells to eliminate them for good. Explore floating islands, ancient caverns and lost cities. The world is yours. Yeah, that, that that was read very well. Like I, I went from being not interested to very interested as you were reading that. That was really good. So that was that's eleven pound ninety nine on the tenth of July. And, uh, Twelve quid. Wow. Well. So let's see if I can persuade you with the next one, Pete. <laughs> Grass cutter, mutated lawns. Well, actually, Rich has just got that strimmer, so it might be might be quite yeah. good for him. <laughs> Join Richard Elsie as he dives into a, <laughs> a long I'm in, the, I'm in the southeast. There's a lot of mutants down this way. So. <laughs> Maybe we've got a fair share here as well. Don't worry. Uh, it's not mutually exclusive. Um, so that's £5.66. That's on the 10th of July. I don't think we really care about that. Next one, Professor <laughs> Lupo and his horrible pets. <laughs> it's every so often the game gets me. That's on the 11th of July. That's £11.46. No one? No one? Nah. Gone. Next one, Dead in Vinland. True Viking edition. That's on the eleventh. So, so your sound broke up, and I thought you said "dickhead in Finland." <laughs> like, well, I, I want this game. <laughs> really yeah, but for twenty four pounds ninety nine, I'd buy that. Uh, Dead in Vinland. V I N land. Vinland. One word. True Viking edition. That's on the eleventh of July. Uh, next is Doodle God: colon, Crime City. Now that's f- uh, the first Doodle God. Um, when the missus got got her switch, it looked like a kind of game for her, so she gave it a go, but really didn't get into it. But I know it's it's got quite a lot of people that do. I think it's quite big on maybe Android or iOS or something. Um, but I'd be interested to see what they do differently because um, it, it didn't really get much playtime from us. Okay, well, it's only £4.40. That's on the 11th of July as well. So it says, watch your crime city come alive as you play with over 500 puzzles to solve and items to create as you play the role of crime boss or cop. You decide how you want to play as you play through multiple hard-nosed storylines in play mode. Okay. So uh, that's on the 11th. Next, we've got Skulls of the Shogun, colon, Bonafide Edition. (laughs) £8.99, reduced at the moment from £17.99. That's on the 11th of July. Uh, Next, we've got Way Out, which is £2.69, and that is out on the 11th of July. 
Next one, uh, this is definitely up Pete's <laughs> Street, uh, is Nelly Coutalot, colon, the Foul Fleet. <laughs> and that's £16.19 on the 11th of July. Um, this next one's very dubiously named. It's called Metalloid Origin. Hmm. <laughs> 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 hmm. That's £8.99. No, no. Yeah, and that's on the 11th of July. Um, I wonder if that's going to be a Metroidvania. Next, <laughs> Blazing Chrome is on the 11th of July. That's £15.29. No one. Next one, Mad Bullets on the 12th of July, £8.9. Uh, the next one, I don't think anyone will want to talk about. Absolutely not you, Rich. It's God Eater 3, and that's on the 12th of July, £49.9. Uh, oh, please let me talk on. about Moving this on. game. Oh, let me talk about it. Go on. Someone's played the demo, haven't they? So Hasn't shut up about this game. Go so on, Pete. Th- Crack on. I, I, when I moved house, I didn't have the internet, so I got massively back into to Monster Hunter. And Monster Hunter is dead nails. <laughs> it's really tough. Um, and what God Eater 3 is, and I think it was quite big on like the PSP and so on, God Eater 1 and 2, and hmm. uh, God Eater 3 has come out on the PlayStation and Xbox already. But it, it's like a Monster Hunter light game. It's much quicker. Um, the gear that you get is, 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 is kind of quicker to get as well. Um, but um, it is apparently um, like a, a, a Monster Hunter-esque spree so i was interested by that so i played the demo and it feels like a, a merger of um monster hunter and like a devil may cry bayonettery kind of feel so your attacks okay. are, are much much quicker um, you've got dash moves and side moves but it's like um, a post-apocalyptic world where these uh, monsters have appeared and some of them look really mechanical others look really like demonic and you've got to to fight them as one of the wielders of weapons that is made from the body parts of those things. Um, but it's really anime. That the intro is just off the hook, like really like screaming anime rock music and like loads of action. Um, and the gameplay is really fluid and and fast paced, which I it sometimes felt. I mean, I, I'm playing like um, on Monster Hunter as a lance user which are very slow, methodical, kind of guard and counter-attack kind of weapon. But all of the weapons that I was playing on, on God Eater were very fast. It felt really visceral. Um, it, it's taken it down a different path, like a really action-y path. So I am really I really enjoyed the demo and I, I pre-ordered, so I'm getting that. <laughs> the latest numbered entry in the popular God Eater franchise has finally come to Nintendo Switch. Now you can experience the game's intriguing story, distinct characters, and stylish, high-speed combat whenever you're on the go, both alone and with friends. God arcs are weapons you can transform to slash, shoot, and devour any origami that stand in your way. Use different customization parts to choose between one of eight melee forms, one of four gun forms, and one of three shields, creating a god arc that is truly yours. So that does sound interesting. The thing that kind of got me hooked as well is you go into these battles um, or go into these stages where you fight the... What, what are they called? Aragami, is it? Uh, yeah, apparently so. Aragami. Yeah. You, you go and fight those, but you've got a team with you that you can customise, you know, NPCs that you can customise. So building your team and selecting their skills is something that, that you could kind of get to with the Palicos in Monster Hunter, but having them as fully-fledged, like, companion characters is, is something that I'm looking forward to de- to to developing so yeah no I'm looking forward to that cool okay. 
Hey, yeah, Pete, I'll say, I, I will confess, I think you've actually worn me down a little bit, so I might actually download that demo tonight. Yeah, I, th- I think it's still kicking. Give it a go. It's quite fast-paced. Um, I, I cool. really like it. Yeah. See, being from Liverpool, we get criticised for speaking quicker, but when, as soon as you said about like downloading that demo, Pete's voice went north to 100. And, like, 10. <laughs> he got so happy and excited that somebody else is going to play that game with him. Uh, right, okay. So next, um, not too sure if anyone's interested in this, is Dragon Quest Builders 2. And that's on the 12th of July as well. And that's £49.99. That's very expensive. I'm going to name it because it's it's a popular game in the franchise. Let's have a look. A look. It was it was between that and God Eater. I'm like I do like it's kind of like um it's like Minecraft meets Dragon Quest characters. So there is a free demo available on the <laughs> eShop as well for this, and it says build your own world of adventure. Set out on a block building quest to defeat the children of Hargon and bring the joy of creation back in Dragon Quest Builders 2. Create your own unique character and embark on an epic journey with your feisty companion Malroth. As you travel across the land, you'll meet a cast of colourful characters and help restore their homes to their former glory. There we go. Yeah, it, it looks interesting. I think Dragon Quest Builders, the original, seems to get a hell of a lot of good press. So, mm. I mean, it's got, yeah. a, it's got a banging theme tune as well. Go on, sing it. Um, I won't sing it, but I'll see if I can find it for you. Yeah, hang fire. You, you keep talking, and, and and I'll bring it in when I find it. <laughs> that that is the purpose of a podcast. I'll keep going, Pete. You find the song. <laughs> Super Mutant Alien Assault is out on the twelfth of July, and that's seven pounds nineteen, reduced from seven pounds ninety nine. Anyone? No. Uh, next one, Lost Orbit colon Terminal Velocity is seven pounds ninety nine. That's on the sixteenth of July. I'm just going to check uh, what else on there, and that is it. That is it for the week. That's everything. That's everything that we've got. So, uh, so highlights there, Rich. Anything you're thinking of? I think it was really just what was it? Uh, Soul Seraph for you? Potentially. Yeah, possibly. If I like gold, if I if I like God Eater three enough, Golf Eater, uh, God Eater three <laughs> enough, I might actually play that as well. So otherwise, Ty- nothing's really jumping out at me. Tiger Woods. Oh, there he goes. Oh, there you go. Come on, that is a cracking tune right there. That's nice. Sounds very Weimar. That makes me feel like I'm going on an epic quest. Jesus wept. Turn that turn that off. Turn that nonsense off. Oh, it's a, it's a blinding theme tune. I love that. That's oh, a good theme tune. I do actually like that. It's um, <laughs> I like the pomp of it. Yeah, Pump is yeah. such a good word to say as well. Uh, right, okay, guys. Well, uh, that was fun. So, Pete, your highlight, presuming God Eater 3? Uh, say that again, mate. Uh, your highlight of the week, is it God Eater 3 that's coming out? You no, yeah. For that? That's the one that I am spending my hard-earned cash on. Hard-earned cash. Uh, guys, speaking of hard-earned cash... Um, I'm, I need to go and use the toilet again. I know I keep on, it's only 27 minutes into the podcast, but I'm you know, feeling a little bit fragile today. So I uh, don't want to go into details, but had a couple of curries last night on the island and yeah, um, yeah, a bit dodgy. I'd better put something in it. I, I, I don't know, but not feeling very well. Uh, do you guys want to go and grab a pint and I'll, I'll come meet you in a sec? Is that yeah, okay? Yeah, we'll come back in like 10 minutes, mate. Yeah, you, remember, you, know, you know where you're going. You know where you're going, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, okay, guys. We'll See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow.
Oh, it's it's it's, it's, it's lovely in here still. Yeah, a bit bit smoky. I thought like you're not allowed to smoke indoors anymore. Are you? Oh well, it's a bit smoky in here. Yeah, it's certainly busier than it was last time. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's getting more popular now. Yeah, I was going to use the toilet, but someone's clogged it with a uh, Cooper head, so they need, a, they need to call a plumber, I think. Yeah, yeah, there must be one of them about somewhere. Oh, wait, the barman's beckoning. Is he winking at us? Oh, yeah, he's boys. like... Oh, yeah, here he is. Boys, 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 boys. Good to see you again. How are you, pal? How are you, boy? You all right? Well, good, thanks. Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah. It's nice to be back. I'm glad it's busier. Yeah, it's, it's a bit busy. It's, um, it's curry night tonight, actually, funnily enough. Uh, toilet's blocked, though, so I haven't used the, the, the little ladies' lavatories, which nobody really enjoys. Don't go into that. Don't go into that tonight. Anyway, boys, 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 pop quiz is coming up. Like, do you mind if I uh, sit you down? Maybe we maybe we have a little talk and maybe you run the questions by you again. Would that be all right? Oh, no, yeah, no, that, sound, that yeah, sounds yeah. great. It went really well last time. Yeah, well, boys, look, you know, settle down, haven't I? And got myself a good job in this fine establishment on the Switch Island, the Prince Singapore. Um, but, boys, again, like I said last week, to get down to brass tacks, I'm going to test out my quiz on you two mugs before I invite the Islanders back in. Uh, you know, again, we know what punters are like, so we need to make sure that the questions are perfecto. Uh, boys, the six rounds with the winner getting a good pal on the back a packet of poor scratchings and this week uh, a pint of mild wait is you drink mild? Uh, I'm not, not since mild, like I'm afraid the 90s <laughs> it's fierce mild boys it's fierce mild it's absolutely lovely it's lovely like the weather okay so before further ado Barbara kill the lights Waluji spin that shit mate Right, it's me, it's me, it's Dave. Yeah. Not that one, this one. Right here, right now. Got a pub quiz. Play you real nice. Serve you rounds alcohol on a school night. Bring your girlfriend, shit. Bring your wife. That's a pound each every week, Tuesday night. That's the pub quiz. Are you ordering food? How about some some salty snacks? Switch Island for life. Peace, 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 peace. <laughs> oh, boys, welcome to the pub quiz. <laughs> right, did you like the theme tune? Yeah, that best one yet, me. Best one yet. Banger, that was a banger. Bubbly <laughs> banger. Like my rap, do you like me rapping better than Ben? Oh, yeah, yeah. Better than Ben. Better than Ben. Ben. Right, it's getting a bit big. Yeah, it's getting a bit big. Right, six rounds, boys. First one, sports. Next, news. Then after that, general knowledge. After that, guess the prize. After that, Ben's you right or Ben's you wrong. Better than Ben. Next one after that is karaoke. All right, you ready? Born ready. Fingers on pulse, boys. Shout out as soon as you know the answer. Quickest finger works. First question is, which of these... Sorry, one second. Which of these courses does not appear in Super Mario Kart on the SNES? Yoshi Falls, Cooper Beach, Choco Island, or Donut Plains? Yoshi Falls. Ah. That yeah. is the Roy answer. Well done, Rich. One point to Well Rich. done, Rich. Very quick there. Well done. Just write Thank it you. on the chalkboard. Thank you, Barbara. Right, next question is... 
how many users does Switch Online currently have? Over 10 uh, million subscribers. 10 million subscribers, you were listening. Well done, boys. That's a fantastic question to get. That is now one all. You've got to make him easy now and again, Rich, so he gets him. Next one is general knowledge. Here we go. On what planet does the events of Metroid Prime take place? Oh, fuck. On what planet does... I can't the hear. events of Metroid Pl- Prime take place? Oh... I don't know. Ah, oh, some on people are going to kill me for this. Oh, yeah. On what planet <laughs> does the events of Metroid Prime take place? Over to you, Dave. Don't stand. Boys, do you know it or don't you know it? You're going to have a guess? You want to have a guess? It's T-something. It is. I'll give you that much. T, and it ends in a four. Tell them four. Tell them four. Oh... Bastard. Would you have got it with? No, no way. No way. I, I played go. so much of Metroid bike. Prime on the GameCube. You didn't get it without a prompt, did you? <laughs> did you, mate? You, you, not that good. Right, boys, next one is guess the price. So I'm going to give you a game from the eShop. You've got to guess the price to the nearest pound. If you guess the price to the nearest pound... What we'll then do is we'll tell you which one's more accurate and then we'll go on and I'm over-explaining this. So here we go. <laughs> Devil May Cry. 1599... Oh, I'd say £16. So I'll round it up. Pete? I... I think he's right, but I think it might be something like... Well, it, it is £15.99. That's how much it costs. So... <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to say £15. Which got it because it's £15.99. <laughs> <laughs> I actually said £15.99. £15.99, but I think you both got to get a point there. So well, we, we, no, I think, you... I, I think he did win it. Like, I mean, we knew the price for it, but... And it is if you shout first, and he did shout first. That's well, a Barbara's updated the board. So let's have a look at the points. Quickly... <laughs> Okay, that's one of it. Okay, fine. I think it's all to blow for, boy. I think it's 3-3. Three, three. Can it be? Sports. News. General knowledge. Guess the price. One, two, three. And then you both got that one. Is it? Now. Is it karaoke time? It is karaoke time. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready, boys? <laughs> so we're at the moment going into karaoke, Pete. Otherwise, we're going to have to find a tie. Uh, tie. Pete, you need to get this right. Basically, you take it to a tiebreaker. Rich, you get this oh, right. Sh- You've won. Ready? Okay. Born ready. Let's go. Ready as I'll ever be. Me, 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 Oh, it's the Zelda <laughs> theme. It's the theme. Zelda oh, yeah, theme. God. Legend He's got Zelda it. Well theme. done, Pete. You yeah. <laughs> should have pretty easy. You should have gone on 10 seconds, really. But, you know, my karaoke is absolutely fantastic. That takes you to three all. <gasps> Blimey. Right, I'm going to have to get the book out here, boys. Barbara, pass me the book. Here you go, Dave. Barbara, <laughs> Here we go. 
So, Rich, because you are leading, I'm going to give you the option of picking where we go. So you can have any of these categories. Nintendo Entertainment System, Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, GameCube, Wii, Wii U, or Switch. We'll do Nintendo 64, please. Page 22. Just to check on on this this uh, question, is it whoever jumps in first, or does Rich get to go first, or how does how how does this? What go? we're gonna do is sun death. Whoever gets the first one wrong, the other one wins. What? Right here we go. Oh, okay, Rich. Nice. In what N sixty four game developed by Rare must players clear a path for a runway nuclear missile character? Blast core. Let me check that. Very good. Blast core is correct. What? Pete. In Super Mario 64, what's the name of the rabbit found in the basement of Princess Peach's castle after the player has collected 15 power stars? The name of the rabbit is... Can you repeat the question? In Super Mario 64, what is the name of the rabbit found in the basement of Princess Peach's castle after the player has collected 15 power stars. I, I don't know. I don't know the name of the rabbit. He doesn't know it. He doesn't know it. Does Rich know it? I know the rabbit, but I don't remember the name yeah, at all. I don't, what, put me out of my misery. It is Mips. M-I-P-S. Mips. Oh... Oh, Never well. Well played, Rich. Well, well played, done, boys. Oh. Boys, everyone's hey. a winner, baby. That's all right. <laughs> well done, Mitch. You've won it, mate. You, you tested my questions out. I'm going to be able to test them later. It's absolutely wonderful. You're very happy, boy. I am. Thank you, Barkeep. Thank you very much. Pleasure. Here's your pint of my oil. It's your pork scratching. Right, boys. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's now last order, so I need you to get it. And then uh, maybe if you can come back again in the fortnight's time, you can test the questions out for me again. Would that be all right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd love to do that. That'd be wonderful. Do me a big favour. Would that be all right? Can one of you do me a favour? Sure. Rich can. Do me a huge favour. That really handsome boy that you keep on coming in with, the one called Dan. (laughs) Do me a favour. Send him in just so I can have a word with him. Uh, Barbara, I think, wants to uh, give him a super snog. So anyway, boys, see you later. Get out of the pub. Go on, get out. Out you get. Get out. Sling your books. Out you get. He's a bit bit handsy, that guy, isn't he? Yeah, he's a bit. I think he told me wallet. (laughs) I thought, where have you been? Where have you both been? Oh, we went went to the pub. Oh, of course you have. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Prancing a pony. Uh, Prancing a pony. <laughs> sorry. So the, the off-brand Nintendo. Pump. Yeah, it's, don't ruin the don't ruin the uh, bravado, Pete. Please, Jesus. Yeah, Christ. yeah. Apologies. Well, guys, uh, that that was emotional. Should we should we switch it up? Oh, switch it up. That song's so good. Do you enjoy that, Pete? Yeah, not 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 so much. What about you, Rich? Maybe maybe uh, there's an opportunity here to be my favourite if you want, you want to answer this one correctly. Was that a good song? I have a banger. There we go. There we go. That's God creep. 
So what we're going to do with Switch Up, as per, we're going to go round the table and we're going to talk about the games that we've been playing over the last week. Uh, Rich, I'm going to start with you because you've started a game that is extremely interesting and got a lot of stick online. So tell us about the game. I'm looking forward to this one. Oh dear. Okay, yeah, so I've been playing Night Trap this past week. <laughs> Nearly took a drink there and just spit it out. <laughs> you, you do you, Rich. That, like, you do you. You've been playing that for a week? Wow. Yeah. So it's quite famous in that the then Nintendo president of, the, of America, Howard Lincoln, said that this game would never, ever appear on a Nintendo format. And here we are 27 years later, and it finally has. Okay. Interesting. So yeah. why did he say that? Was he just aggrieved? <laughs> this was during the time, basically, when there was a lot of outcry about video game violence. So when Mortal Kombat was being scapegoated, he basically told a, a group of uh, a room full of congressmen that basically Nintendo's the the company that looks after family first and that Sega's the one that's got you know blood and tits and swearing and we're, we'd never have a game like this in our format. Yeah, we are all about family friendly through and through, but mm. finally it's here. Is it worth it? Is it is it a game that uh, you're not happy to see on the uh, on the Switch? It's <laughs> it's no masterpiece. It's 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 a nice little <laughs> worth the twenty year wait. Like <laughs> that's the politest put down I've ever heard. It's no masterpiece, but <laughs> where are we going? It is, Isn't that how people describe uh, describe me after pickup lines, Dan? I think yeah. He's no masterpiece. Back in the day, Pete. <laughs> yes. He's no masterpiece, but he does a job. <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's a real time capsule. This one, it's um, basically it was released for like the Mega CD and the 3DO back in the day. Okay, it's basically it plays very much like a teen slasher flick, and the whole thing is comprised of full motion video. So it's like the classic CD-ROM hmm. interactive movies. Okay, so yeah, it's basically it centers around um, a group called uh, the Special Control Attack Team, otherwise okay. known as SCAT, which is a bit unfortunate, but. Um, so basically they are investigating a lake house where five teenage girls have gone missing uh, and you you have to go in as a, a team member called Control and you're basically in the basement of the house and you're watching security cameras basically of the, the girls in the house and you're trying to stop would-be attackers from uh, basically attacking them by okay. setting off booby traps in the house it's <laughs> it's it's a bit it's weird set in America where you're allowed a gun Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, uh, yeah, I absolutely. Think there are some guns in it, but only from the actual um, members of Scat. I hate saying Scat. God, um, that's terrible, isn't it? I know. Yeah, <laughs> do not Google that. Anyone listening to this, please don't Google that. So, gameplay-wise, it takes place. You've got the basement. You've got uh, an array of um, basically TV screens, and you're watching each room. Mm. So you can flick between each one like an actual live feed. If a room's empty that doesn't have any people in it, doesn't have any attackers in it, you'll hear like a cricket sound, so like a chirp. So okay. you can just see move to the next room and you'll see people appear. There might be the people who are trying to protect, there might be the attackers. If you see the attackers, you then have to basically press a button at the right time. It triggers a booby trap, so you have like the classic revolving bookcase, trap doors, yeah. various things. It's very cheesy, very... It's actually... I think it was actually made in 87 so it took five years to come out <laughs> so you're you're basically explaining this as the 
rehashed equivalent of the driving theory test. I think that we all have to do this to be able to drive cars in the UK where you have to click at the right time. And to I would be love fair, this in the DVLA system, yeah, so that'd be great. Yeah. Imagine if it actually was. And to be fair, you're making this sound less interesting than DVLA test. Not from your way of explaining it, but certainly the content of it. Have you finished it yet or is it still something that you're plugging away at? Uh, no, I, I keep losing, basically. Um, yeah. <laughs> Don't get in the car with Rich. Just like yeah, so, um, a house full of dead teenage girls, thanks to Rich. Because <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, my reception is absolutely rant. Carry on. It's really depressing when you lose as well. Like one of the guys basically, um, your videos, your video feed was switched to one of your team members, and you'll just basically say, you know, you've you've messed up. Everyone's been kidnapped. You've failed, and he'll just pull the plug on you and cut the feed. And then you just have to start all over again. There's no game state. There's no game saves. You literally have to play the whole thing in one sitting. So it's, yeah, it's, it's an odd one. It's said it's worth it of curiosity. It, it was (laughs) known for being a very extreme game in the day, but it's incredibly tame and laughable. There's nothing about it that says, Oh Christ! Yeah, it's, they talked about it like it was a video nasty back then, like it was up there with like child play. And oh really? It's, yeah. no, okay. it's nothing like it. It's yeah, it's very daft. Yeah, it's incredible taste. Move on. Um, right. Okay. Well, uh, are you going to stop playing it? Is that it now? Are you done? I've got to finish it. I've got to finish, finish it. He's got to finish it. He's got to finish it. <laughs> uh, speaking of finishing, oh, that's such a good segue. Uh, Pete, you've been playing Mutant Football League. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Um, I'm nowhere near finished though. No, but you, you're playing a football game and finishing, as in finishing a goal, as in shooting and finishing. The finishing is good. You, you, well, your the, ability the, the, to finish. Yeah. Well, this is a. Uh, this is <sighs> not. This isn't like uh, what the Americans might call soccer and we call football. This is actually like. Whoa, 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 whoa! Are you saying you're playing an American football game? Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. It, it's oh the. My. It's the MFL. Oh, Slam no. the, the mutant football, football league. league. Yeah. Oh wow. So, okay. Like, I'm not sure if you have you ever seen it or heard of it. Uh, no, I rem- actually no. I remember the series, the original series of games back in the day. They used to have a comic strip um, in Sonic the Comic, oh. but I never played the games on the Mega Drive. Well, th- I s- this game is very reminiscent of, like, to me, like you know, like Sega Soccer Slam. Did you ever play that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Remember that. Um, that was like the the origin of like Mario Strikers and all the rest of it. This feels very similar. It's it's over the top. It's cartoony. Um, how it describes itself, it says uh, mutants and monsters unleash maniacal carnage um, in an action-packed arcade-style football game. Um, and that's really what it is. Like you, you've got like the turnovers and you've got the strategies and how you want to set up your teams. Um, and there's something in the Switch version called the Dynasty Edition. So it's got all of the DLC and all the different teams in. And they're all given, like, like really creepy names. So, uh, like, I can't even remember some of the teams now. Um, but all of the cities have been, like, uh, converted into, like, evil puns or zombie puns and things like that. Um, one will come to me in a bit. But the thing that's that's really good about it is the depth of the strategy that's there from like a team building mechanic where you select like your quarterbacks and your your um 
receivers and some of them will be werewolves and werewolves are pretty good receivers because they'll run quite fast and they've got big hands um and then your defense would be like massive ogres because they're quite tough and they'll hold up the people trying to attack your quarterback um and there's loads of dirty tricks you can do like you can bribe the ref so that he thinks that they fouled or you can change the uh, effects on the ball so there's there's something called, excuse me, sticky ball, which um, <laughs> when the, when they try to <laughs> when they try to throw the ball, it, it balloons back at them and knocks them to the ground. Um, but it, it's essentially like what you'd get from um, an NFL game, like a Madden game, uh, but really cartoony. Um, stripped back on the tactics so that I could play it because I didn't know the first thing Thank about God. American football. Um, and with kind of the career modes and things, uh, not really a career mode, but you can take a team through what's known as the Dynasty Edition, where you take them through seasons and they give you objectives of what you're supposed to do within the season, uh, like the player level that you're supposed to get for each of your characters. Um, your characters can die, they get killed on the pitch. <laughs> and like, so it's really satisfying because like if you sack the quarterback just hard enough, you'll knock his head off and he'll turn into strawberry jam. <laughs> And the narration. What, say that sentence again for me. You'll knock his head off and what? Turn him into strawberry jam. <laughs> Carry on. It just gets splattered. <laughs> um, but it's really visceral and just like over the top. And the the commentary, it, I think, is better than the commentary than you got on um, FIFA. I, did, did, what, what FIFA did we get down on when we got our switches? What FIFA? Uh, Eighteen, I think it would have been. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I got as well. Yeah. Th- there's less repetition in the dialogue of the commentators wow. than on FIFA. Um, they've recorded a lot, and some of it is genuinely quite funny. Like some of it's um, quite tongue in cheek. Um, so like they'll they'll be running, and then one of the commentators will be talking about utter nonsense. And the more serious of the commentator will be like, "What the what the hell are you talking about?" And it's, it's quite funny. <laughs> um, but no, I, I've really enjoyed it. It's dead arcadey. Um, I picked it up. It was just on sale, so I just picked it up. And I think it might it might be a it might be one to pick up on sale if 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 people see it. I I, I got it for about fifteen quid. Wow. Yeah, just shy of that. Um, and and I think it was worth it. I've been enjoying it so far. Um, but yeah, I, I might put, I might put uh, a couple of images out on Twitter so people can see it. But it, I, I'm really enjoying it. It's good. It's good. Um, sounds interesting. I think it's type of game, like you said, if you pick up and play now and again. I really like some of the NBA games. Not um, I've jumped into 2K19, but I thought it was not an NBA Jam or something. I picked up and it was like four pounds, like two years ago. Mm. And I must have played that for six hours just on an airplane. Yeah. Uh, you know, not, I didn't go on an airplane to play it. I bought it for the airplane. Um, and it was interesting. It was good. It's, it's just one of those kind of like a good experience for what you pay for it. You know, and that sounds a little mm. silly, but um, I do kind of like the shop sales for that, for highlighting those type of games of, oh, this might be something that you'll have a good couple of hours fun with. So um, speaking of something that I've had a good couple of hours fun with, quite literally only a couple of hours is Super Mario Maker 2. Um, isn't something I especially thought I was going to pick up day one and then two days before it came out I doubled down pre-ordered the special edition with the diorama the steel case the <laughs> sounds like you Dan sounds, sounds like, like you. me doesn't it um, only because <laughs> it just I don't know it, it seems to be getting really great reviews early reviews coming out um, a lot of people were talking about it online a lot of influence that I respect and like saying this potentially is the best game on the Switch so jumped into it haven't played the story mode as of yet 
Uh, although I've seen again some very respected journalists saying that the story mode handle uh, stands up to even the likes of New Super Mario Brothers U and you know uh, 3D World and some really well thought of platformers. So I'm excited to jump into it. What I have jumped into is the community's uh, levels that everyone seems to be building on Twitter, posting everywhere. It's, it's becoming absolutely impossible to track them all because everyone seems super hyped and super um, focused on producing super high quality levels. I said super three times in a row there. I'm not apologizing for it. Um, I really love it. I think it's a really great game. I think it's super fun. Um, I streamed it earlier today. So it's now half seven on Sunday evening in the UK. I streamed it, I think at half eight. Um, I was meant to stop streaming at half 10 and somehow carried on till about quarter to 12 midday. Um, just completely got lost in the game and re-attempting. Pete, you were there with me. Yeah, yeah. No, it, I mean, the reason I was watching you stream so much, um, because I don't like you and I don't want to see much of you, no, um, was because um, it was quite a, a selfish point. I wanted to see the difference between this version and the one that I had on the Wii U, because I played the Wii U one to death. Like, I played okay. it a lot. Um, and... The reason I didn't jump in for Mario Maker 2 is because I played so much of the first one. So mm. I was watching to see just how different it was. And it doesn't look massively different. It just looks like a, a well-polished, well-received, good version of Mario Maker. Um, but I, I still don't think I'm going to jump in. I don't okay. think I am. I might do, though, because the more I see, the more I'm, I'm getting the uh, nostalgia. Well, what I try and jump you in on is now that we're running Switch Island, uh, newsflash, um, now that we're actually doing stuff on the Switch Island, it made it so much fun, like the engagement mm. on YouTube before when I'm streaming. Um, so much so that I'd encourage anyone, you know, if you are out there and you are streaming, you haven't picked this game up yet, do it. Put your tags in on YouTube. Just make sure, you know, you've got the bare minimum in terms of thumbnail uh, appropriateness and your SEO sound. And you will get so many people engaging with you that are genuinely lovely that just want you to play their levels. And um, mm. I think we got some like 10 subscribers over the hour and a half that we were playing. And it literally was the people that were creating these codes and going, oh, can you please play this? Can you give me feedback? Did you enjoy it? It's people that otherwise wouldn't be creative uh, by the sense of the world of, you know, making music or making some content. But within the environment and the sandbox that Super Mario Maker 2 provides, they can. And it reminds me when Minecraft, you know, originally came out or even things like Sims where people would build these absolute monstrosities and brilliant uh, buildings. And it was it was such a cool place to be. Um, you know, when you could see these people again that weren't creative previously being creative and seeing them get that feedback, it's like, it's super, it's just lovely. It's I just mean, lovely. Some of the levels again. as well, like people come up with some cracking ideas for them, don't they? I mean, it, as you say, like Nintendo have kind of gone, here are your tools, like go, go and do something with them. And people don't half show off with it. Like they're brilliant. Some of the levels that you were playing. Oh, mate, well, I'm just trying to find the guy's name because he actually won one of our competitions and that's literally the only way we've ever um, known him. Uh, it is Mark Whitby, so at, at Mark Bow oh, yeah. 81 And he created this pipe level and the, oh, the level, yeah. remember that level? Mate, that yeah, level yeah, yeah. is so much fun and it's so difficult, but infuriatingly <laughs> difficult and hilarious at the same time. Where but it felt fair when I was watching it. It, it was hard, but fair. <laughs> I was just constantly doing arithmetic, like counting in my head of like one, two, three. And then every single time I come out of pipe, he basically lined booze up to come 
and shoot along pipes um, at the entrances and openings. But because you couldn't see them, you had to kind of count when you'd gone through it of when you think it was going to be back there. It was just so much fun. Really, really great game. And um, that element of it where you've got these kind of like even Ben's level where it's like a longer level where it's been really meticulously thought out and there's a lot of features to it. Or even just the really quick ones where it might be like a 20 second jolt um, and instantly you go on, it's like, did there, did there, did there, there, and then you've got to run for it. Um, you know, trying to complete that in like 17 seconds or 16 seconds, or can I beat Lewis, or can I beat Rich, or can I beat Pete? That's the fun part. Add into that element then of having that community of people that are really desperate to see their games played on YouTube. That's fun. That's so much fun. Um, so, yeah, it's something I'm definitely going to dive into. I'm going to try and stream it a couple of nights this week. Uh, yeah, I, I'd encourage anyone to pick it up. Like I said, I haven't really played the story mode yet, so it's just a first impression. Um, but we will do some sort of quick look for it because I think Ben's got it. I'm not too sure if anyone else in the community has it yet, I can think of. As in um, just on the island, just our immediate family. No. No, I can't think of anyone else. But like I said, Ben's level was fantastic. And I want to try, I, again, I've not even mentioned the creator yet because I haven't tried it, but just the simple fact of playing other people's levels is enough for me at the moment. So, mm. um, guys, that's pretty much it for us. So before we go, what we want to do is just jump into the questions that people have put online. And I've called this section the question block. Got a question block. Do you like that name? Is that original enough for you? <laughs> uh, that that name's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Damn straight. Damn straight. If it's okay, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Why not? It's, it's good enough for IGN. It's good enough for us. Exactly. <laughs> steal it from the Steelers. So uh, <laughs> at backlog <laughs> underscore blues said, uh, when will we see the return of a Vita? Well, we won't. PlayStation Vita. He said, when will we see the return of the Vita? Do we think we'll see a Vita in our generation again? Nah, never. I don't think there'll be another one. I don't think they're interested. Pete, do you reckon? So, it depends what you mean. Do you mean like a Sony... Do do you mean like the Vita as in a Sony handheld competitor? Or do you mean that console being brought back? I I thought you were going to say the... um yeah, the musical starring Madonna, Evita. Uh, no, it's as in, do we ever think we'll see another edition of the Vita? No, I, I really don't. I think, um, yeah, hand, handheld is 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 all Nintendo at the moment, and I think Sony were were bitten quite badly uh, by the the. Well, I, I guess there's a lot of people who love the PSPs, and there's a lot of people that love the Vitas, but they just weren't comparable they just weren't successful enough were they I don't think they'll bark right. up the same treat twice mm, completely agree actually completely agree uh, Mark Hammond at original underscore PMF said following the recent release of Super Mario Maker 2 is it time we saw Nintendo branch out on this theme a little bit Mario Kart Maker for example oh, Rich, you, I know we, we've already need- seen Dungeon Makers haven't we in Zelda <sighs> what would you like to see in terms of Makers I <sighs> Because it means we'd get this series back, I'd actually like to see an F-Zero maker because they did that Ooh. on the um, 64DD version of F-Zero okay. and obviously never saw the light of day over here. But to have an F-Zero game with a full track builder, that would just be fantastic. Yeah, can you imagine so, that? I'd be absolutely yeah. insane. What would you want, Pete? Well, j- just about that track builder, there was like a, a Labo bike kit thing and <sighs> the actual uh, 
racetracks you could build on that gave me a, a feeling of like wouldn't this be boss if it if it was F Zero doing this? Um, mm. But if it was if I was going to pick one, it would be really hard to do. But like if F Zero is a forgotten franchise, I, I, I'd you know what I'm going to say now, don't you? Yeah, Dave, Mario uh, Hunter. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that would be an amazing game. Why isn't that like, series? Super yeah. Mario Hunter like, <laughs> killing Yoshi's? Yeah. Oh, I thought it would be like like Mario's broken like some kind of state laws and is on the run from Manhunters. Like, I should have a really good point. Yeah, um, in VR. Yeah, like what about uh, like a Star Fox level editor? Ed, editor level yeah. editor. So they would you could have like the path that you'd fly through because it's on rails. And then different elements that you added in and timings for them and when they happened and things like that. Maybe that would be be good. But I, I, I'm just pining for more Star Fox, clearly, because that's been like <laughs> set out to pasture, hasn't it? As per Pete tries to push his pro Star Fox agenda on everyone on the <laughs> island, Laurie <laughs> at the Eggman 64 said, giving recent hints about legacy content from Nintendo, uh, when do we see SNES games on Switch? He says, my money's on September. Uh, and he also said, will we ever see an N64 classic? He's saying no, but VC will come to Switch later. Um, so two separate parts to that. So SNES games on Switch. When do we think we will see them first, Pete? What do you think, mate? Well, maybe se- September. May- because there's quite a lot of like nostalgic, kind of that generation kind of games being spoken about. And I think isn't Link's Awakening, is that September? Uh, yes, it is, isn't it? Mm. What is it, that, December? Yeah, twen- S- September 20th. Mm. Yeah, yes, it is, sorry, yeah. I don't know, maybe later then? Because I think they've got like quite a big lineup, haven't they? Um, going into Christmas. Maybe it would be something just after Christmas they'd do. Mm. Yeah, I'll go with that. Rich, what are you thinking? Yeah, I don't see it being this year. I just think Nintendo just continued to kind of drag their feet and they would have announced something by now. Yeah. I don't know why it's been what nearly two and a half years now it's like I know we only got Switch Online in the past what since what November last year mm. but it's just like there should be more stuff by now and if they, if they haven't done it already I don't believe it'll be this year I just don't think they feel that they need to it, it, it seems to be doing fine at the moment like they, they're just doing the minimum they need to do <laughs> that's, that's it really it's a real shame it's it's a real shame as well because I mean like NES games yeah I love the retro side but I just I play it for five minutes and I'm done whereas we got into the 16-bit era the amount of depth that came into yes, the games just yes. became so much more noticeable yeah, and it so just with that Rich then what do you think about the N64 classic being a thing do you think that'll come out? I think tough, based on I think based on the controller alone they won't do it because I don't think they want to manufacture that controller again to the same spec because I've been yeah. making the control sticks, which are shite, yeah. and <laughs> I just, I just think no, it's a, it's a large controller. It's I just, it, to me, it hinges on the controller, and I don't think they're going to do it. Yeah, it's not quite retro enough yet. If that makes sense, yeah. it is retro to us as gamers, but I don't think to the public it is. Um, I think they'll fondly remember the N sixty four because what is it a twenty year old game? It's twenty year old console now. Is it? Yeah, 2022. Yeah, so it's over. Yeah, so really, you know, it's probably, it's old enough, but 
I'm just not sure whether or not it's the right time with the failures of the uh, the other two consoles that we shall not name. Uh, do you reckon we'll see it anytime soon, Pete, in your opinion? I would really love to. Um, and mm. I think the thing that made me feel that it was more likely to happen um, was the Banjo-Kazooie uh, kind of announcement for Smash, the closer relationship with Xbox that have the rights to Rare. Like, Because I would not buy like an N64 Mini without those like yeah. quintessential titles. Like Rare was the games developer that made the, the N64 so brilliant mm. for me. Like the, the, their games were what gave that console um, so much nostalgia for me. So if they were going to do it, which I hope they do, I'd like to see it with the things like Perfect Dark on it, the things like... Uh, what was the there's tons of rare games why can't I think of them now um, Blast Corps was one earlier Blast Corps was one of them Jet, Jet Force Gemini Con- Jet Force Gemini was a cracking game um, was it Conquer Conquer's Bad Fur Day was rare, yeah. yeah I thought yeah, it was, was then I was panicking I was going oh my god yeah it was Goldeneye that was there Goldeneye would never happen, unfortunately. It just won't. Yeah. Sucks. Because, I mean, rare or not, the, the legal minefield of that is like you've got Sony, you've got Activision, you've got, you know, the, the Bond estate. It's just like, yeah. it's a shame. Uh, so, yeah, from those relatively serious questions, Lewis has now brought it down a peg or two as per the app, the Dr. Fat Lewis. Uh, he said, if the Switch Island was a game, what kind of game would it be? Dating sim. Ooh, good God. shout. Rich, <laughs> beat that, mate. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, uh, so I want to say Metroidvania, uh, one of many Metroidvanias, but we stand out. I think we're quite original. So I'm going to say... Hmm. JRPG. JRPG. <laughs> <laughs> With massive tits. Yes. <laughs> That's such a good one. I don't think I can beat I was going to say a sports game where everyone's just really lethargic and tired. That's my, uh, that's my show of what type of game it would be. Uh, Andrew Dickinson at Oddment84, one of the most loved people on the island, said hey. Super Mario Maker 2 is yet another awesome sequel forward slash port of a Wii U game on Switch. Uh, what Wii U game would you like to see make the jump next? Pete, you had a Wii U, one of the 10 people that did. Uh, Rich, you had a Wii U? <laughs> I didn't know. No, so uh, I Pete, think it's over to Rich you, mate. Said it's all he you. didn't know. Um, you didn't let him finish. He didn't know it existed because so, it was so badly marketed. He just thought it was an add-on for the Wii. <laughs> well, it was only 10 people. I, I, I queued 90 minutes to that bloody thing at, um, at Eurogamer the year it came out. Wow. And yeah, I was oh. pissed off when I played it. I can imagine. Uh, Jesus. It's a shame. Pete, what so was your Platinum over? Games, are, are, they've got Astral Chain coming out uh, uh, this year. And they've got loads of other good games, like Bayonetta yep. and such. But I've been saying for a long time that I would like to have uh, Wonderful 101. Um, like an action-y, isometric, top-down, kind of superhero uh, stage brawler thing. It was really good and really technical. I'd love to see that. Rich? I mean, it's weird. I kind of shat on it a bit when um, we did the uh, Desert Island cartridges with um, Andrew, but I'd yeah. probably get Zombie U. 
because I want a zombie FPS game on my Switch. That'd be great. Not a terrible, so. not a terrible decision. Uh, flat Cap Gary or Cat Flat Barry has said at Flat Cap Gary, uh, what do you think of new Nintendo games like Smash Bros and Mario Maker having shockingly laggy online? We kind of spoke about that earlier. It is disappointing. I've not seen it personally too much in Super Mario Maker. I did see it in Smash Bros, but again, it's not game breaking for me. A couple of rounds of you know Ultimate have kind of been lost uh, to the ether but I don't know if you guys um, seen it much I, I with any of the games the that you the thing that's frustrating about it is we play quite casually online don't we um, but I imagine if you were taking it we seriously do. and you were wanting to, to really go online and do it in any kind of serious depth you'd find it really damaging and upsetting to keep losing progress or mm. keep being held back by the interface or the, the lag so I can see why it's game breaking for some, but but not for us. Mm, absolutely. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, me and Ben had some major issues the other night playing virtual racing. I mean, this is the problem where Switch Online falls down is that it's all peer to peer. I don't know if Nintendo will ever invest in actual dedicated servers to play online, or if it's just going to stay this way. Because it yeah. seems to be only as good as the connection of either yours or the other parties. So it's... Not ideal. I don't know. Yeah, I just think as the architecture of the other consoles improves and we move more more and more to a PC-like environment for gaming, mm. the Switch is definitely not doing that. Nintendo definitely aren't doing that, but they absolutely have to learn a lesson we're getting servers for uh, you know supporting these games, especially if they're expecting seamless quality mm. um, you know, online play. And... They're very, very lucky, to be honest, that they're getting quite a free ride on it. I think there's a lot of people in the community that are upset with them, but I don't think it's enough of noise for them to make a, a massive drastic that, change or a The thing um, that always gets change. Nintendo off the hook, and it's always been the case, is they bring games, like really good games. Yeah. So like we can talk left and right about, oh, well, that's not fleshed out enough, or they haven't done that quite well, but they've still got just banging games, like month after month coming up that... That kind of they let people forgive them because the quality of the games they produce are just stunning. Absolutely. Speaking of stunning games, so Luke Cooper at Don Coop said, uh, "If you could take one 2D Nintendo classic and remake it in 3D, what would it be, and why?" So again, if you could take one 2D classic and remake it in 3D, what would it be, and why? So, whilst you guys are thinking, because we'll have to whiz through this question, because the next question is quite funny and we want to answer it as well, in the interest of time, and we're on 1 minute 9 right now, so I would go with a 2D game. I probably would choose... Hmm, something from the snares. I'd probably go for Super Mario World. I just think it's such an iconic game, it would be very cool to see it in 3D, um, and I would absolutely love for that kind of world and that music to come back and be fleshed out i know we got it at super mario maker 2 anyway but i would still like to see the original campaign done and come out for like 20 30 quid i'd buy that like like a link uh, link to the past is it links waking sorry uh rich have you got one i'm gonna say probably a uh, open world uh duck hunt with uh, labo vr support oh god damn that's a good one. That, that, <laughs> you literally shot mine out of the sky there rich um, i was gonna say uh, on rails but i thought well, why why limit things that's uh why not yeah let's think big well, funnily yeah, enough i was just it. about Pete, to say that he took the big. right on my mouth so yeah <laughs> oh he's won he's won anyway that's exactly <laughs> what i was gonna say <laughs> 
You're exactly going to say that one. So final question of the week before we can all go back to our families and enjoy the rest of our short weekend. Uh, it is from the Valkyries uh, at the Valkyrie or at Valkyries blog. And they said, what are your favorite Whilst snacks? Gaming? Hmm. No, just snacks in general. And just to give you a bit of context, Pete, Valkyrie's blog, so they follow us on Twitter. Well, Two they, of them they've actually got based lovely board games as well. That I was having... Yeah. How <laughs> cool is that, though? Again, they've got board games, based support, very, very cool. Um, on a doorstep, and you find them through the internet. Strange. Uh, <laughs> my favourite snack is just any sort of crisp. Um, I love a good crisp. Mm-hmm. I like those bugles at the moment, the cheese ones, the vials. Oh man, the vial is in the probably terrible for me and all the nasty things, but I absolutely love just having a packet of crisps while I'm playing games. So what are you thinking, Rich? I'm thinking Oreos. I can't leave Oreos alone. Say say With a nice glass of milk, just dunk them, let them get a little bit soggy. Double stuff? Oh yeah, all the way. Oh, 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 a man after my own heart. Double stuff is just... It sh- shouldn't be a thing. Shouldn't like, be a thing. I, I Pete, like crisps and I like Oreos, obviously. Um, d- partial to a hobnob myself, but I think my yeah. <laughs> do love a hot knob. Hot knob. Yeah. Like a hobnob, but I think if it's a gaming snack, um, I probably go for more sugary things. You know, like like sweets of some description. Like if it's it's going to be a, a later night as Keep well. Keep you alert. Uh, yeah, just get some sweets in. Oh, nice cool. toffee crumble. How about that? Oh, a little Ooh. crumble. A little toffee crumble. To- toffee crumble. Yeah, I don't oh. like anything that I, I can't... If my hands get wet or sticky or anything when I'm playing, that really bugs me, especially when the controllers mm. start getting a bit a bit out there. Um, cool. Okay, well, thank you very much, everyone, for your questions. I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed them. Rich, you thoroughly enjoyed them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I no, I love a good question. You, you can't... I thought you would. Oh, anyway, thank you very much for listening to our inane ramblings this week. Uh, if you are a regular listener and fancy getting a bit more involved on the island, pick up a broom. No, I'm joking. Uh, our, our links are pretty simple uh, and easy to remember. So we've got our YouTube, which is uh, youtube.com forward slash The Switch Island. We've got Twitter at The Switch Island. The website is theswitchisland.com. Patreon.com forward slash The Switch Island. Instagram the switch island and discord is found through our twitter page we've got it in our bio if you click in there we've got about 60 70 people at the moment that are all talking about computer games which is wonderful and we enjoy it uh, we should also say that our weekly gaming sticky sessions is held every thursday and it is named worryingly after our community <laughs> manager steve uh, last but absolutely not least a big thanks love and hugs to our patreons or patreon patrons is that um, the correct way of saying it i i i I thought it was called Money Patrons because that's like you're a patron <laughs> of the arts but I think I think you were right first time I think they're Patreon or Pat I don't know Pats we'll call them Pats should we just call yeah, them Pats is that the easiest way of doing it do you reckon okay we'll do that uh, so our lovely Patreon <laughs> Pats is uh, Adam Phillips Elia Jones Pat. Andrew Dickinson Pat Lewis Wilson Pat Luke Cooper Mark Hammond Pavan Kakala Richard Atkinson, Richard Elsie, Stephen Landry, and Stevie Boxall. Uh, thank Thanks, you guys. very, very much, guys, for uh, joining me today. Uh, thank Pete you very much. At the GQ. Oh, no, it's yep, Pete at, at GQ, GQ, Preacher. GQ Preacher, isn't it? And Rich, your Twitter handle, mate? 
at Dreamcast Barber. Damn straight it is. And mine is at Danny Ward 2707. Gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, and thank you very bye. much for listening. Thank you. Bye. Au revoir.